0: And a very good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. It is December 21st, 2021. Good afternoon to those of you listening in London on 980 CFPL, in Hamilton on 900 CHML, and in Toronto on 640 Toronto. And by the way, happy first day of winter. Yes, today is the winter solstice. Shortest day of the year. We will experience the least amount of daylight all year today. But the good news, after today... Well, then the days start getting longer and just keep building longer and longer as we work our way towards summer. But today, the uh, first day of winter, we've got more than winter solstice with Global's chief meteorologist, Anthony Fresnel. He's going to join us a little later on this afternoon and talk about the solstice, what it is exactly, why it happens. I think maybe next to the time change, everybody is a little confounded by the solstice uh, as to its origin and why we have it, why we need it. So we'll talk to Anthony about that coming up. Okay, let's get to the uh, caseload today in the province. 3,453 new COVID cases today with a test positivity rate of almost 10%. And that is the concerning number right there is the uh, 10%. Because throughout this, throughout this entire 20 plus months now in the pandemic, we've heard time and time again from our infectious diseases experts that around 5%, that's where you want to be on the upper end, Less than 5% when it comes to that uh, R rate, the positivity rate or reproductive rate. Well, again, we're near 10% today, so that certainly is a, a cause for concern. Also a cause for concern, a uh, Quebec once again this afternoon. Yesterday when we were on the air, we got to breaking news about them putting in tough new restrictions. Well, Quebec, sorry, has just broken a record for the highest daily provincial COVID case count in Canada. The new high? The number's over 5,000. It's 5,043 COVID cases in Quebec today. Again, that is a new record for a province throughout this entire pandemic. So we've called in our good friend, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, today for a special appearance on this Tuesday because we've got so many questions when it comes to Omicron and, of course, covid just uh, how long does it take Omicron to uh, make you sick? When would you feel or see symptoms? Just uh, how reliable are these rapid tests? Because there's a lot of talk about to testing, particularly going into the uh, holidays here over the next couple of days. People trying to get their hands on rapid tests and people wanting to know uh, how and when I should use them before maybe I go visit family. And of course, uh, what kind of face mask should we be using? Since Omicron is... Highly transmissible is a time to do away with the cloth mask. That's what a lot of experts are suggesting. And maybe go to uh, the N95 uh, mask. Anyways, we are going to talk to uh, Dr. Gorfinkel about that and so much more coming up at the bottom of the hour. And of course, these uh, surging COVID cases brought on by the spread of Omicron has put the brakes on so many things over the last uh, few days, few weeks. Travel plans, holiday plans, and get-togethers. And for business, particularly in Quebec, as I mentioned, where bars, restaurants, entertainment venues have all got now reduced to business hours. And here in Ontario, we've got capacity limits. They have been lowered. There certainly is a lot of concern, mounting concern for small business. Dan Kelly is the head of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and joins us now for more on this part of the story here on Global News Radio. Dan, very good afternoon. Thanks for joining us again.
1: Good to be with you.
0: Okay, what is the feeling amongst independent businesses right now as these Omicron cases surge?
1: Oh, man, it is just brutal. Uh, Looking through my emails and my tweets, uh, the number of business owners that are basically on the edge, I don't think has ever been greater. Uh, So depressing to see us sliding back into further restrictions, Quebec moving straight into lockdowns. This is not what any business owner needs at this stage. We were starting to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, that's now been snatched away. And I will add, even in advance of restrictions, just the, the, the warnings and fear created by public health officials related to Omicron has sent consumers into hiding uh, and businesses are seeing, you know, just giant cancellations of sales, no foot traffic in businesses. It is, uh, you know, really, really sad to see.
0: Well, there no doubt is uh, frustration, as you just outlined there, Dan. Is there also some understanding when it comes to things like capacity limits and some other public uh, health measures with this uh, caseload uh, rapidly uh, rising?
1: I don't know. I mean, yes, of course, business owners take this seriously, as uh, as we all should. At the same time, at some stage, we're going to have to look at things other than just the simple case count metric. Uh, you know, there are... I don't know how much longer we can keep doing this, how we how we as Canadians can afford to keep doing this. Uh, and you got to feel for the business owners who, you know, I've spoken to many who are in tears watching their life's work crumble in their fingers that their businesses once, once they were counting on for their retirement savings, you know, 56-year-old business owners now see their businesses as worthless. Uh, and, and and you know, we've had, a, I think, a dozen calls to CFIB out of our 140,000 calls we've taken from business owners where the business owner is com- considering suicide. Uh, this is a really, really dark days for business owners, and, and we've got a difficult choice to make as Canadians. At some stage, we're going to have to say we're going to have to figure out a way to live with this, uh, or we're going to have to continue to pump buckets and buckets of money to try to support businesses until such time as all COVID restrictions could be lifted.
0: Okay, when you talk about learning to live with this and operating a, a business or any other sort of endeavor uh, safely during this uh, pandemic, uh, what does that look like for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and for independent business owners? Uh, what would they like to see?
1: Well, look, I mean, the the the, uh, the damage is largely done already because of the fear that the public has over COVID. It hasn't led, of course, through, from Omicron, sorry, that that hasn't led yet to a a huge tick up in in hospitalizations or or deaths, Uh, but case count, the aggregate case count has has risen. The question is, should we continue to be focused on the the case count alone, or should we be looking at other measures in terms of when to apply restrictions and when not? It seems that restrictions are, uh, you know, Ontario has been, of course, the most lockdown happy province in the country. In fact, has had the longest lockdowns, uh, arguably in the world. Uh, and I'm not sure has had the best COVID track record, but but that's not. I'm not advocating that the restrictions be lifted away. What I am saying is, if we're going to, if public health officials believe that th- that we need to have these kinds of restrictions, the only other option then is to provide financial support to businesses to get them to the other side.
0: And we haven't heard that this time around. Is that something that you're uh, eagerly anticipating, awaiting from the Ontario government?
1: <laughs> well, yes, the premier did hint that there was going to be support coming. Uh, But the the largest amount of the support for business through the pandemic has come from the federal government. And just last week, the federal government basically uh, gutted the wage and rent support programs. Uh, They passed new legislation. So there is ongoing support for some. But but 80% of small businesses now that are needing help will not qualify uh, for any support, not even a nickel of support from Ottawa. Uh, So the timing is pretty terrible, and we're pushing the federal government to to move back to some of the wage and rent supports that they had at earlier stages of the pandemic, uh, reopen the CBO loan program to try to make sure that business owners have access to some financial supports to help them get through to the other side.
0: Yeah, Do you anticipate any sort of announcement any day now regarding that? Uh, What sort of conversations, if any, have been happening with the provincial government?
1: Well, from the province, they they've already indicated that that they're looking at something, although that really needed to have been announced at the same time as additional COVID restrictions. Um, From the federal perspective, I spoke to the deputy prime minister last night uh, and urged her to uh, to rethink some of the COVID scale, like the support program scale back that that happened just last week, uh, hoping that the feds will announce something shortly. But it really needs to happen soon. Business owners are giving up on their businesses. We are predicting at CFIB that one in six small businesses will close their doors permanently as a result of the damage that they've sustained through the pandemic thus, thus far. You know, yeah. we, have, we have businesses that have, that, that have not had the normal months of, month of sales for 20 months. And uh, and restaurants in Toronto that have been closed down for, the, fully locked down for 400 days Of course, as you see what's happening in Quebec right now, we're worried that that some of those lockdown measures may may be applied in Ontario any day now.
0: And I was going to ask you, Dan, because you mentioned a second ago that there was some light at the end of the tunnel, but that seemingly now has been extinguished thanks to uh, Omicron. Just how close was business to returning to some sort of sense of normal when it comes to -to day-to-day operations and also things like uh, daily or weekly, monthly sales?
1: It really depends on the sector. Our data at CFIB showed that about half of the business community was now in a position to no longer need government supports, But the other half very much does continue to need ongoing help, even before the Omicron threat. Um, Those numbers have likely changed, given the the changing circumstances. Um, But only 36% of businesses across Canada uh, are at normal levels of sales. Two-thirds of businesses are still below their normal levels of sales for this time of the year. So, so that it was more that there was hope available to businesses, that they were slowly starting to, to return to normal, but still months and months away from being at any kind of normal levels of sales, especially for businesses in retail, hospitality, the service sector, arts and entertainment, and, and tourism.
0: Talk about uh, hope. Would this give business hope? Uh, We talked about the uh, case count uh, a second ago and that not necessarily, at least up until now, leading to increased hospitalization. Most medical professionals or experts would say that hospitalizations are a lagging uh, indicator, uh, if you will. It follows increased case count. Would it help small business, do you think, Dan? if there was some sort of timeline that a month from now, let's say the middle of January, if we're not seeing ICU numbers uh, increase that some of these capacity limits uh, could be lifted?
1: Absolutely. Look, we do need to see a time frame for, for restrictions to be lifted. Um, obviously governments imposing them right now are not in a position to do that. I, I suspect, you know, BC is about to announce more restrictions. I suspect that we're not done um, with new restrictions being added. But having a at least some milestones in place as to what point that they can be lifted would would certainly be helpful for businesses to to have a sense. But you know, look, I, I get that government can't make accurate predictions right now because of course every time they've tried, uh, some new variant, some new event has caused uh, case counts to tick up. But you know, I don't I don't know. I mean, we're we have some difficult choices to make as Canadians, and I I, I really worry you know there's there's not enough money in the country uh, to keep us in perpetual lockdown or restriction for for year on end we're we're looking at now moving into you know, in a few months a third year of covid restrictions um we're passing a pretty big uh, pretty big bill to the future generation and and so that worries us all as well
0: all right needless to say a tough time and the timing couldn't be worse uh, for business tough time for a lot of families as well who've been busy trying to make some holiday plans Dan, I appreciate your time with us uh, here this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Anytime. All right. Dan Kelly is the head of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. And we're back after this on Global News Radio.